Thanks for downloading the Beyond the Money podcast. If you hear anything on today's show that you need clarity on or to make that first consultation, give the team a call, 727-334-0024 or always online at mycampbellandco.com. As always, thanks for listening. Now, let's get to the show. Can you give me a brief synopsis of what is going on in the market this week? Well, we've been talking about it for a while. It's just organically kind of the outcome of what's been coming for the past couple of years. We don't have any government infusions, you know, trillions of dollars. And I think organically we're seeing, you know, what is really going on with the economy. And I do think that the Fed's waited too long to try to offset inflation and raising the interest rates. And that's, you know, sort of the, the price that everybody is paying right now really high inflation and of course the markets are certainly being impacted i agree it probably should have been more gradual as you as you went along and inflation it really hit sort of suddenly if you will so yeah. a lot of valuations are based on hey what are we going to earn and then as inflation has hit the consumer pretty abruptly right well the perception is well maybe spending is going to go down revenue is going to go down for these for the economy on discretionary spending and so forth um, so it has certainly created a situation where you know in my opinion it's just been quite abrupt and that's what you're seeing right now in the markets and then uh, with the rates sort of going up, we just have to be careful about how fast we do it and when we do it, how we do it. Now that we've done it, mm-hmm. we've got to make sure that this is more of a soft landing instead of just a continually abrupt uh, situation like we see right now. And that's what the Federal Reserve has. They have really two goals, two jobs. Mm-hmm. One is to you know tame inflation, keep things under control. Keep people uh, working. Yeah. Yep, keep people working, exactly. Mm-hmm. And the other thing is the monetary policy to kind of control that, you know, they're either loosening it, adding money to uh, the economy or either tightening it up. And that's what we're seeing now with the, the tightening of the monetary policy is happening at the same time. Jackie, I'm glad you said that because by the Fed raising the interest rates half a point, that's exactly what we're doing. They're getting aggressive, trying to get inflation under control. But the economy seems to be doing well. I mean, as you were traveling, I'm sure you saw it last week. Airlines are still full. Hotels are still booked. We're still paying higher prices for just about everything. I do want you to hear this clip from Ryan Payne, who told Fox Business that after two years of lockdowns, people are just ready to get back out into the world. I think what everyone's really discounting right now is just how much demand there is to spend, even if inflation's higher. I think markets are going to go a lot higher. You know, I think yeah. you're going to see a melt up here at some point just because there's so much negative news already baked into the market. So we talk about this market instability, but consumer spending is up. Do you think that can help keep us out of some of this market trouble? Well, yeah. Well, there's a lot of pent up demand from the past two years. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's been really a void in consumer spending altogether, and there could actually be some pent-up savings, if you will. And just the desire for people to go out and eat, go out and buy a car, go out and do whatever it is that you want to do, that could be discounted just because it was so anemic, you know, as we went through, you know, a, a period of the pandemic. So, yes, yes, it can. And I think uh, I think he's got a pretty good point there. You know, the planes everywhere we went, there were just people everywhere. And I don't yeah. I don't see people holding back. I think everything you do in life that has to do with your lifestyle, what your goals are in life, whether it's monetary or whether it's emotional, is all about having a balance. Mm-hmm. And prior planning, we've talked about that for, for a long, long, long time. And Corey, you're a certified financial planner, so you're definitely a planner. Yep. 
And it's not waiting until there's problems that, you know, we recommend, you know, having a financial plan or doing any kind of planning. I mean, many people don't even have a plan at all. And just like vacation, it's people spend more time planning their travel, planning their vacation, which is very time consuming, by the way. (laughs) 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 Um, But they spend more time planning for that vacation or that family trip than they do for their retirement. So I think that, you know, definitely taking time, making that a priority. Sure, you know, having that balance, spending time with family, maybe you haven't seen or visited family for a couple of years. And, you know, how many Christmases do you have left? It's really and truly about having that balance in between and and not you just throwing caution to the wind and spending everything and not doing nothing. I don't know if that's correct grammar, but not doing anything at all just because you're afraid of what's going to happen. It's a long-term strategy. When you're investing, when you're saving for retirement, it's a long-term strategy. And most people stay and think and focus on long-term when everything is green grass and high tides. Mm -hmm. As soon as things change, that's when they become more short-term invested and thinking about, you know, getting out or what should I do? What's that short-term best decision that I can make instead of, you know, thinking and and kind of keeping it that 3,000, 10,000 foot plane view of your financial plan. You know, you're so right on that. We spend more time working on vacations than our retirement plan. I'm 100% guilty. We're going to Ireland later this summer. Every day, every other day, I'm looking at the checklist, what needs to be done, how are our passports. In the same vein, I've been needing to adjust my 401k structure for six months now. And I just keep putting it off and I keep putting it off. And Jackie, you say it always, you say it often, prior planning pays. And it's the importance of having a plan. And that's why this weekend, when you give Jackie Campbell and the team at Campbell and Company call and you have that 500,000 assets, Jackie Campbell, Corey Ward, they want to personally sit down with you, take a look at your plan or see what adjustments need to be made. Give the team a call, 727-334-0024. One more time, 727-334-0024. Corey, we were talking about how much is going on, the market instability, interest rates are up, inflation is up. When you're getting phone calls from the community right now or from your clients, Corey, What's on most people's mind the most? It really is the short term uh, that they see, right? Mm -hmm. We always are sort of a a 30-second snippet type of society, so they might go home to CNBC or they might go home and watch something that uh, they might see for a minute or two up on the news. And uh, we all talk about, you know, again, being long-term investors, right? That we get to that conversation. Uh, You know, for my folks who are saving for retirement, this is an opportune time to buy on the cheap. Right. You want to buy things when they're on sale. And if you have done the proper planning, you're not looking one, two, three, five years out. For those of you maybe nearing retirement, if you've worked with us, if you do the planning that uh, you need to do, give us a call at 727-334-0024, right? Sitting down with us doing that. Well, your allocation is really not for one, two, three, five years. Your allocation is there for 10, 20, and 30 years. So it's reminding my savers that we're buying on the cheap for the folks who are in or getting close to retirement, 
it's saying, well, there are different buckets that have different uh, purposes. So there are, there is going to be a bucket there with equities that might be that longer 10 and 20 year bucket. And we reemphasize that, mm-hmm. you know, don't look at the short term. Don't make the emotional decision of selling and then locking in the loss. That's the mm-hmm. worst possible thing you can do. Yeah. We like to do things in buckets <laughs> yeah. and now is a really good time. Uh, thanks for bringing that up, Corey. Money for now. You know, which is going mm-hmm. to be more short term, one to three years. That's going to be money you're going to spend for like the new windows, the kitchen, the vacation to mm-hmm. Ireland. Pay attention, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, that's money that you're going to keep a little bit more liquid money that's going to be for later. That's four to nine years. That's going to be invested a little bit differently. And then, of course, you know, 10 years and plus, you know, we don't know how long we're going to live. That is the one thing, you know, flip a coin. We don't know what's going to happen in the markets long term, short term. And, mm-hmm. You know, it's to be decided still and to be determined. Same thing with our life expectancy. That's the one big thing that is still a question mark. So I think always planning for now, planning for later and planning for that maybe uh, that 10 years plus in the future. And you're normally not planning for one life. When you're married, you're planning for more than one. 727-334-0024 to begin the conversation with the team from Campbell and Company Wealth Advisors and CPAs. And Corey, you mentioned it a couple of minutes ago that we're getting back out there. We're traveling. Maybe somebody wants to dig in and get a new car now that we're, you know, back on the road taking summer vacations. And when your check engine light comes on, the first thing we think is, you know, can I make it home? Followed by, uh, how much is this going to cost to fix? Well, CarMD says the average repair cost for even a minor issue is almost $400. So, Corey, Jackie, is there a check engine light for our retirement plan? Is there a way to uncover issues in our portfolio? I would uh, basically take a look at some things uh, that would constitute that check engine light. You know, maybe we are taking on too much risk for where we are in our you know careers or how close we are getting to retirement. Looking at expenses, how much are we giving away and is it worth it, right? We don't really look at fees. We look at, you know, not only that, but what you're getting for it. When we say on track to for retirement as well, that can mean a lot of different things. Do you want to retire in two years like you told me before, or is it five, or is it vice versa? You want to go ahead and retire early. And then when we see the onset of inflation and interest rates, and these are sort of new variables, right, to the conversation. How have those may may have changed? You know, we we met five years ago, Jackie. We go went ahead, we put together a plan. Well, inflation wasn't sitting at seven and eight and nine percent. It might have been sitting at two. Mm-hmm. What sort of changes do we have to make? Uh, interest rates, you know, borrowing costs were for mortgages were around two, two and a half. Now we're close to five, five and a half. So the check engine light, right, is something that goes on afterwards. You're being reactive instead of proactive, mm-hmm. right? And what's going to happen inevitably? The reactive items are usually going to be much more serious, right? When you go back to the car, right? You didn't go get that $60 oil change, right? Mm -hmm. That check engine light went on. That could be a $4,000 new engine, Mm -hmm. right? You didn't make these adjustments four or five years before you went retirement, right? The check engine light goes on. The check engine light for a retiree is going back to work, Mm. right? You come in three, four years, you spent more than you thought. All these other items just were kind of not really looked at. The check engine light goes on after the problem is already there, and it's much more difficult to solve for both a car, right, and retiree. It's much more difficult after the fact. When that light goes on, you take care of it immediately if you can. If you ignore it, then 
the big, big uh, ramifications are going to come. New engine for the car, mm-hmm. going back to work if you're a retiree. 727-334-0024. What adjustments need to be made in your plan? That's why this weekend, Jackie Campbell is offering that complimentary consultation. We have a representative standing by right now. 727 334 No cost, no obligation to you. And we talk about regrets. And maybe one of the regrets is leaving that check engine light on a little too long. Well, we'd like to learn from our regrets in retirement. And Glamour Magazine asked people in their 60s and their 70s what their biggest regrets were. Not keeping in touch with people I probably should have kept in touch with. What do I regret the most? My second marriage. (laughs) Not listening to myself at times in life when I should have. Maybe not paying attention, more attention when I was young. That my mother didn't live long enough for me to take her to Paris. Being frightened of so many things when I was younger. For not knowing when I was younger what I know now. God, I'm a little depressed now, man. That was no, those, those kind of. I've, I've heard most of those in my lifetime, and probably thought a few of those. <laughs> yeah, but the uh, my second marriage that was kind of funny. But let me <laughs> ask you: when it comes to regrets, and you talk to retirees, and they have their financial regrets, what do you hear? Oh gosh, I don't think I've saved enough. Mm-hmm. That's one that we hear often. I'm I'm afraid I'm going to run out of money. Mm-hmm. I'm worried about my spouse. I'm not worried about me. I know I have a pension that's going to last my lifetime, but we didn't take the joint life uh, annuity. So, you know, I'm really worried about my spouse. Mm-hmm. And you see a lot of the very similar to what some of these these individuals just said. A lot of it has to do with timing. When I was younger, I wish I would have done this. I should have done this before. And you see a lot of that with some man. I would, you know, when we have a client coming in to plan, sometimes you do hear, I wish I would have did this when I was 30. Mm-hmm. I wish I would have did it when I was 45. It's never too late. But that's what we're here to help with, right? You regret that you didn't do it before, right? But when you come into our office, we can help you, right? 727-334-0024, right? We can help basically get rid of some of that regret, right? We all wanted to start earlier. That's what we hear. Mm-hmm. But there's still time to fix it. Yeah, it's, it's tough to go through very stressful conditions. And, you know, we all go through those different things in our lifetime, right? There's peaks and valleys. And it's really, really difficult to feel like you're on that island by yourself, trying to make the very best solid decision that you can with the information that you're given. And, you know, watching the news, looking at the articles, I just skimmed the articles, the headlines the other day. And it's like, we're already in a recession. We're going into recession. No, the market's going to have a melt up. We're, you know, what do you listen to? to and it's it's very you know you know knee jerk and up and down and and you know when you are really in that moment i think you know having somebody that's not emotionally attached to it kind of like a therapist mm. they are able to give you some different wisdom or guidance and and just ask different questions or maybe you've got the really complicated questions and the answers are really that simple it's just about testing the plan and seeing what tweaks and adjustments you should be making or we get the pleasure often, Corey, that, hey, you know what, your, your count's down 10%. And yes, we don't know where the economy is headed. Things are maybe not looking mm-hmm. as rosy as they were, you know, six months ago, 12 months ago. But 
you're still going to be successful. When we look through our plans, we go through the retirement analyzer and we put in all the assets, all the income, all the expenses, kind of the the wish list, the dream list as well, and your assets and how they're invested. And we look to see, you know, how stressed is your plan? And it's so rewarding for clients and for me personally to go through that long-term retirement plan and scroll down to see no red lines. And, you know, if there are red lines, and what we mean by red lines, Mark, is that means that you're going to have a shortfall somewhere in your lifetime. Right. And your cash flow and your assets. And, you know, what are some options to overcome that? Maybe it is getting a part-time job. Some people Mm -hmm. love to work. I think there's a big stigma about, oh, you should be retired. You shouldn't be working right now. You're you're too old to, to work. Why are you having to work? Some people just really, really enjoy using that part of their brain or their their skills or their hobbies, whatever that is. And mm-hmm. I think that is okay. So it's just, you know, having that option to work or not work in retirement, I think is really what most people are striving and working so hard for. 727-334-0024 to reach out to the team at Campbell and Company, always online at mykimbellandco.com. Before we get out of here, I want you to hear this clip from pop culture icon Bill Murray. We sat down with the star of Caddyshack and Ghostbusters, and he told us that the other half of retirement planning is deciding exactly how you want to spend your quality of life. Retirement is so hard. I think the hard part about getting old is you get lonely, you start losing your friends. All the things, especially end of life, like what people want as they go forward, what the quality of their life life they want to have. Ensuring the quality of the life is really the thing. The money will appear somehow. You'll figure out how to get the money. You'll figure out how to do things when you find people that want the same things as you do. So Jackie, Corey, you put a plan together. You have a retirement plan set. And then do you have to have a secondary conversation about how do you want to spend your life? How do you want to spend your quality of life in retirement? I think that is probably one of the most overlooked things, especially for couples, not having that conversation seriously and often enough about, you know, what are your goals in retirement? Because how many times, Corey, do they come in and they have completely different visions of what that retirement life is going to look like? Right. And uh, at the risk of causing a little marital discord there for two or three minutes, it ends up being a very beneficial conversation with a couple, obviously, Mm -hmm. uh, where they can begin to define together what they want to do. Right. Now, I call it the three P's, people, passions and places. Right. Mm -hmm. Who are the people you want to be around? Right. What passions do you have that you weren't able to pursue while you're working? Where do you want to be? Do you want to be closer to your grandkids? Do you want to be closer to your parents? Do you want to travel in a certain area that you haven't been able to go to? So it's not even really in, in my conversation, Jackie's as well. It's not really a secondary conversation. It's a part of the main conversation. Right. And we spend as much time on that, if not more than sort of the nuts and bolts, if you will, because if you don't have a reason to wake up in the morning to be where you want to be with the people you want to be with, then a retirement plan is just a, an Excel spreadsheet. You may as well, you know, it's a drink coaster. You can put your drink on. It's not really going to come to life. If you don't take into account the human part of it, then it's just not a complete look at what a financial plan, in my opinion, really should be. I love that you said that, Corey. And the three P's, people, 
passions and places. I mean, I call it you know, prior planning pays <laughs> for the three P's, but they're both so important. And and you're right, they're equally as important, if if not the emotional aspect is the most important. And you know, the earlier you can figure those things out, some people are just born. I mean, Scott was one of those. He was like eight years old, knew what he wanted to be when he grew up. And, you know, it took me decades and I still had to you know try to figure out what I wanted to be when I grew up. But I love helping people just solve problems and the emotional aspect of financial planning, retirement planning is just as important as the financial and the monetary part of it. So prior planning pays for the people, their passions and the places they want to be. But I do have some some tips for that. You're, when I heard this, it had a real big impact on me personally. Your future should always be bigger than your past. Mm. That is one thing. And another thing that I heard recently, and it, I think it's some really great wisdom, the older we get, the more friends we need. But, you know, again, people, places, and passions, uh, I mean, that pretty much sums it up. 727-334-0024, always online at mycampbellandco.com to take advantage of the complimentary consultation from Jackie Campbell and the team at Campbell and Company Wealth Advisors and CPAs. Now, the Beyond the Money tip of the day. We talk a lot about the need for estate planning, but are you including your digital assets? So there's just a few tips for Facebook, for a legacy account, for your Apple account, and your Google history. There's a few changes that we can make. We've got those online at our Facebook at mycampbellandco.com. You can find us there, and we'll have those tips for you. But just set up those legacy accounts so that there's no question in the future, and all those little details are taken care of. Jackie Campbell is an investment advisor representative with MarketGuard, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice nor recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. This information should not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with professionals specializing in the fields of tax, legal, accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situations. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate, and when redeemed, may be worth more or less than when originally invested. 